Previously on the Adventure Zone. This robot, there's a window in the center of its its central frame. You can see what appears to be a pretty large glass uh, cylindrical fuse, uh, which illuminates whenever this thing talks. My, my name is Noel. The shards form almost a perfect dwarf shape, as if they were all targeting Merle when they flew Man. in your direction. Well, that's just ridiculous, right? These, these gemstones, <laughs> they done hate Merle. Lucas says, uh, gang, listen, we don't have time for this. These purple volts of electricity surround you, uh, emanating from that panel, and paralyzing you. And as the door is shut behind him, he says, I am so, so sorry. And those loose pieces of crystal shards start to self-form. Merle, you see your arm, your poor, poor crystallized arm sort of float into this mass uh, and come together to form another crystal golem. Are you ready for the greatest adventure of all? By which I mean donating to Max Fun Drive? Make it rain on the Adventure Zone! Folks, you've been coming to our inn for a long time. You've been gathering around the old fireplace as us, us four bards spin you a yarn of tr- of treasure and excitement and adventure and danger and peril and sexuality. And you just left the inn without you. You storied and dashed, and the buck stops here. Well, here, this is where the buck stops. It's much fun drive time. The doubloon stops here. Is that buck yes. like a deer or is that buck like a dollar? Dollar. Are you sure? Oh, yeah, yeah. you were there when he yeah. said it. Because yeah. <laughs> you're old, uh, see? Justin, what is the Max Fun Drive? Tell me all about it, please. Maximum Fun is a podcast network full of great shows and great people. Uh, a lot of podcasts are utter garbage, but not ours, <laughs> mostly. And you could support us making more of them and continuing to make them and making the ones we make better uh, by donating to the network um anything you can donate helps we have levels from five bucks a month all the way up to um 200 bucks a month although they would probably well, infin- let you donate more if you wanted yeah to. i would the top limit is infinity <laughs> if, if you want to dump the top a, limit a, is you buy that shit out for, um, from underneath jesse thorne and you rename it the maximum dave network and you just like <laughs> do it you just do the damn thing you cancel all, all the shows all the dave you can handle we're gonna be talking all about that um uh, throughout this episode, let's. I think we should get start doing adventure though. Uh, first, I Justin, I just want to ask: Are you lonely? Because I got you. I got you, Dad. Are you kidding me? This is this is the very first time that I have recorded the Adventure Zone without Dad in eyesight. So it's like, yeah, I told you, Dad. So it's like only the fourth or fifth time I've been able to record this show in uh, in the nude in the buff. Uh, is it also nice to do it without fear of Dad spilling drinks all over your setup? He's, I, this motherfucker, he's got a fucking full glass of cheer wine right next to my brand new MIDI keyboard. <laughs> he it, actually, that shit is that shit is precarious. He actually hired uh, a, a itinerant man, young man, to sit uh, uh, in in my chair across from me with a sixty four ounce Coke Zero that he nice. bought at the Speedway. That's what I like uh, about Dad. He's a job creator. 
dad's yeah. a job creator. He's uh, being paid a very fair wage. Um, mm. He's just kind of a journeyman who goes from podcast to podcast. Ruining uh, MIDI keyboards. Ruining keyboards and just dumping out shit on things. Um, we got to be done, by the way, in the next hour and 40 minutes, because this is not a joke. Dad and I are going to get a couple's nose wax over at Finley's Barbershop yeah. at 2 p.m. local time. <clears throat> Ugh, thanks for returning my dad to me in a much better <laughs> state. Uh, Daddy, I've got all my notes on my computer, so don't look over here and cheat. Oh, I won't. Uh, so when last we left you guys off, you had been paralyzed by Lucas's uh, 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 trap set in your null suits. Uh, Merle, you are just legs paralyzed. Um, the rest of your body is good to go. Uh, Magnus, you have control of like your head. You can talk and do stuff, and you have control of your hands, but you can't really move move your arms or, or legs. You're, you're supine. Taco, you are just totally down for the count. And it looks like Carrie and Killian are as well. Um, and the crystal golem, uh, seeing you in this sad state, has said, uh, well, this is going to be a lot easier than I thought. Man, it's going to be weird doing these accents with you right in my grill. Wait a minute. Those voices have all been you? Oh, wow. I'm really looking past the kimono. That's Ew. not what we. You don't look past the. You appreciate the compo, the kimono. Well, you don't. You don't ignore it. It looks good. Listen, it's better than Justin sitting there in the nude. You look good in that. So yes, that was where we left you last time. Uh, you, you're lying naked on the floor. You're not naked. You're in null suits. Um, and the crystal golem is. Uh, uh, he hasn't like just like outright attacked you. Since finding you in this vulnerable position, vulnerable position, he uh, he actually walks over to uh, Carrie and Killian and kind of eyes them over. And as he looks them over, he waves one of his long crystalline spear-like arms, and uh, what looks like a book, uh, a, a large tome made of light, appears in front of him. And he hey, is, you you leave them alone, you big stone bully. Uh, he pays that you no mind as, oh. to your your shitty George McFly impression. Thank uh, you. Thank you for catching that. You know, a lesser DM wouldn't have gotten the reference. Uh, and he he's flipping through this tone. No, Biff, you leave her alone. <laughs> Just and, keep workshopping uh, it. We got all the time in the world. Yeah, we got. Yeah, this is this is a this is a safe space for you to. I mean, God, like God knows that I've spent the past two years just sort of mastering my shit. I don't want to bust out my George McFly because now I just embarrass you. But Shoot, you want me to bust out my my Doc Brown? Uh, yes, actually, yes, yes I would yes, like that yes, very much. Yes. Okay, Marty. Well, do it. Yeah, make sure no, you that's like your Bernie him. Sanders. Do your oh. do your Doc. <laughs> Getting political. Can you do your uh, Can you do your Reverend Jim now? That. Uh, what does a yellow light mean? Can you- that one actually yeah. was a badass Bernie Sanders. If you had just like done him one to the left. Oh wow! Um, now can you do your Drew Blank from Toonstruck, the FMV game? <laughs> yep. Boy, I sure like being in Toonstruck. <laughs> really good. Give me the lead angel in Angels in the Outfield, please. Uh, a little bit more to the left, cause he pulls to right field. <laughs> it, is he getting younger as you go forward? He is. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, everyone knows Christopher Lloyd has Benjamin Buttons, but it's like real slow. Oh boy, <laughs> going out of space. Just super quick aside, I was gonna Google more Christopher. Uh, uh, <laughs> walk, uh, whoever that thug is, Lloyd. Lloyd. I just said yeah. his name. 
but when I t- type Chris, my Google auto completed to Chris Gaines. So that's the kind of life I'm living. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Uh, All right, so so this crystal golem is looking through some sort of book made out of light, and it's flipping through it and sort of looking at Carrie and Killian as it goes, and then it slams the book shut, and it disappears uh, just as quickly as it appeared, and he says, uh, well, it looks like you two aren't on the naughty list, so it uh, looks like it's just the three of you on a one-way trip back to the astral plane. What? Um, What? And this, this golem actually looks at Noel, the robot, and goes, oh, hold on. And the book reappears, and he flips through it, and he goes, "Oh, make that uh, make that the four of you." Oh, uh, Mister Mister Cockney Gollum, I feel oh. like maybe you have us mistaken for somebody else. Uh, let me do my voice. Maybe you have us mistaken for we're from this plane. Um, oh, oh, is that is that right? Have I got if I got a twisted? Uh, yeah. This, I mean, this is the first time that one of my bounties is. Told me something like this, so I, I, I trust you. I believe you. You guys are free to go. Don't even I feel worry you're about being it. insincere. No, no, no. You, but oh, if you say so, I tried. There's no way. Uh, there's no way you'd be fibbing about this. Wait, you said bount? Like, what's the bounty? Who are you looking for? Uh, in this particular laboratory, I am looking for a number of people. There's a lot of action to be had here tonight. Okay. Uh, hey, Griffin, can, am I probably unable to talk? Or... Uh, you can talk, but it's like strained and hilarious. Okay, great. Oh, uh, no pressure though. You can talk. Just you can talk. You can talk. Just don't move your your mouth or your face muscles or your tongue. Okay, sounds good. I don't have anything so, to say. I just so no. I got. I know. I say we what? let him go. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, uh, "All right, we don't have to drag this out. Let's not make this any worse than it needs to be. Let's let's roll initiative." He says. Oh. Here you go. Uh, I rolled a ten, Griffin. What's your initiative? No, that my I rolled an eight with a plus two initiative. Okay, Daddy. Hold on. You have plus two, and you can roll twice. Seventeen. Okay. Four, Fourteen, but I can't do shit. The first in the order is actually the golem, uh, who, thank you, uh, who uh, reaches over. Uh, with his left uh, arm. He's got these two long crystalline spear arms. Uh, he's actually going to reach over with his right arm, and he hits it against his left arm to break a little piece of it off. And then suddenly that piece is floating in the air sort of right next to him. Um, so he has this little shard of himself floating next to himself. Um, he sharded! <laughs> I'm gonna get sharded. <laughs> Gross. Some, sometimes I would think that Dad like fake laughed at jokes like this, but now that we're like face to face, I can really. No, Listen, I intimate. know my audience, Griffin. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I can't believe you record like this. this. Is so intimate. I can't believe you guys record like this every every fortnight with Dad sitting in your lap. Two mics, one heart. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he's going to uh, after breaking a piece of himself off. Uh, he looks down and says, oh, which one use Merle? Oh, yeah, you, short one. And he's going to, uh, attack you with his spear arm. And he rolls a five, uh, plus seven is a twelve. He, he misses. Oh, man, that was, that's embarrassing. You're lying, you're laying perfectly still. I, 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 I'm usually better than this. I, I apologize. I've got performance anxiety. You know how it is. 
Don't worry about it. I'm sure you did the best you could. Uh, it is your turn, Merle. Um, you have basically you have control of your top half, your body. Uh, because your hand was not paralyzed, you have you didn't drop any of your stuff. Um, so you still have your access to your Warhammer Battle Wrench, Little Choppy, and the uh, Extreme Teen Bible. Does he? Uh, is he the one that has my arm attached to him? Uh, it's like inside of him somewhere it's not he's not using your arm as his arm because it would be like little and like a baby's arm um but but yeah it's it's definitely in there somewhere what if there'd be any chance i could still control it from where i am probably not Based no i don't know I, I really want to make that work for you narratively speaking but it is now just a big it's a piece of crystal on the shape. Because if your I could arm. make him give the finger with my arm, I don't know. That, I mean, we can retcon it and say you were giving the finger as your arm was being crystallized, so it's permanently blasting, flip, giving you a cold one between the shoulder blades. Griffin, we're already um, halfway through the illustrations on that episode for our cartoon series. I don't know yeah, if it's. I point. think it's too late to change it. I think I might cast dispel magic. Yes, please. is that something you can cast? Yeah, I have dispel magic. Now, is what is holding us in place magic? Yes. Yeah, it was a it was a it stemmed from magic. It was a magical electrical trap set in the null suits. Well, then I might try to cast dispel magic, okay, on Taco. Okay, yeah. To see if I can free him Cuz you can only his- target one one magical effect in range or one magical creature or effect. Okay. Um roll it and then uh we'll say the DC is 13. All right, at seven. Plus your spellcasting modifier is six. It's 13. 13, yeah. So, uh, yeah, okay, Taco, you are, uh, you you feel this paralysis, uh, a, a bolt of purple energy sort of darts away from your body and, and shoots I, off some... Shouldn't sp- I yell something out? Well, don't yell something, because this is an audio medium, but if you want to say something neat. Uh, Shabadoo! Shabadoo. That's where I'm going to go. Okay. Hey, can you, Kinda- Griffin, I'm not there, can you glower at Dad? Oh, I'm. Oh, you know that's oh, exactly. He what I'm already doing. did. Oh, genetics is such an incredible okay. thing. Okay, everybody, fucking a- Adam Sandler, High Church, everybody. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as uh, you Taco, you feel yourself uh, uh, able to move once again uh, as a a purple streak of uh, energy shoots off your your bod and uh, hits hits a wall and shoots some sparks off. Uh, and it is your turn. Um, you you did drop your stuff as you fell down, um, because because you you had that full paralysis. Um, but you notice actually <clears throat> while you were down, your your umbra staff, your umbrella was actually like moving with a mind of its own, like opening and closing in a way to like very subtly to scoot it back towards your yourself. Great, cool. Uh, um, but so it I is don't your- have my I'm like empty handed right now. Uh, I mean, you're it's it's now right next to you. Like all your stuff is, you you can move again, so um, okay. you can sort of collect your belongings. You can't move if you decide to stand up because standing up is a move action. But I don't need to stand. Okay, I'll, just, I'll I'm good. I'll just scoop my crap up. Okay, you scoop your crap up. I need the material components for all my spells. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of time. Reversal cubes. <laughs> Can, can you dispel my magic? Wait, hold on. Is Dad the fucking wind beneath your wings? Is he the magic that lets you know how to play D&D this whole time? Maybe we've just been using him as a point of comparison for you, and it makes you seem like you're actually way better and more I use Dad. I use Dad's long lapses to like plan my own things. 
I don't. I I can't seem as quick on the draw. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna cast a spell at this guy. Okay. <laughs> See how he de- deals with a little magic. Uh, I'm gonna cast Evard's Black Tentacles. Fuck what? <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a dad question. Is that a spell you can cast? For sure. Uh, and it's Conjuration, which is right in my wheelhouse. Well, uh, Transmutation's your wheelhouse. No, it's like my other wheelhouse behind the bigger He's wheelhouse. He's got two. He's <laughs> a bicycle be- wheelhouse. It's it, like the wheel shed. It's like I minored in sociology in college and like, why the fuck did I do that? That's not did something you? I use. Yeah. Griffin. So that's what led him to be so good at DMing. Uh, squirming. Bl- uh, so I cast a spell and like black tentacles uh, emerge in a 20 foot square all around this cat. What's his fool's name? Uh, you hey, don't know. Golem. Hey, thug, it's- what's your name? I'm about to tentacle your dick. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Come I'm going to get you into some tent porn. Get, let me get that name real quick so I know how to credit you in my tentacle porn I'm about to make with your body. <laughs> okay, you, want, you want me to look up somebody's name on Twitter to name this person after so you can wrap them in <laughs> sex tentacles? Hey, yep. you heard me. I didn't stutter. You froze me, Bocephus. I just hated find it. somebody who likes hentai. Oh, God, Dad just said the word hentai out loud. How about Crystal Gale? No, it's going to be a... Some lucky tweeter. <laughs> My name's Kravitz. That's named after Mac Kravitz on Twitter. Thank you, Mac. You just <laughs> you just got tentacled. Mac Kravitz is a great golem name. Is it yeah, Matt? Thank you. Matt or Max? Mac, M-A-C. Mac Kravitz. Okay. Son of uh, Kravitz is what that means. So uh, I'll let you know what is up when his turn begins. But for right Jesus. now, there's like black tentacles. Okay. Uh, next in the order is Magnus. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what to do here. Because I'm so you, my head yeah. can move and my hands can move. Okay, let me ask you this, Griffin. Is it the suit is locking me in place, or is there a magic? Like, could I fight against the suit's, like, lockdown, or am I just frozen? Um, Well, you did already fail sort of the contest, and that's how you ended up paralyzed. Yeah. Um, If you wanted to spend your turn trying to, like, conjure up the willpower, making a, uh, trying to do, like, a constitution save... Uh, as your turn, I would allow that, but um, otherwise you're you're stuck as stuck right. as hell. I want to. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm still wearing the necklace that lets me talk to Lucas, right? Uh huh. Don't you have L- ranged weapons? Yeah, but I like my hand. Like my hands are the only thing that's free. I can't reach shit. I'm oh, playing. I'm mean. playing in fiction, baby. I thought yeah. you meant your arms were free. I'm sorry. No, just my hands. Lucas, you son of a bitch! If you can hear me, when this guy gets done with us, he's coming for you. Do you really want that to happen? Dispel the damn magic and let me fight him. Wow. There's there's no response. Um, Lucas, you, you, you son of a bitch, if we get out of this, <laughs> I'm coming for you too. Uh, you actually hear uh, the sound of like shattering glass. And then nothing. What does that mean? He dropped a glass of cheer wine on his console. <laughs> on his fucking uh, MIDI keyboard. <laughs> Lucas! Yeah, he is. it sounded like he actually destroyed whatever instrument he was using to Noel, to are you locked down no i'm i'm doing just i'm doing just fine i'm a little worried i'm i'm actually kind of floating away from this guy um, do you know how to undo whatever lucas did to the suits i can try 
um she she floats over to you and like with with her uh her long hose arm she's being very delicate uh, and trying not to touch the crystallized floor uh but she's uh she's like touching touching all around the suit um uh she said i'm sorry i can't figure it out i'm sorry i i can like point you at what you want to hit but i don't know what how much help i can be huh interesting (laughs) (laughs) yes please stand me up okay yeah she sort of uh uh, wraps herself around your arms and then it's like you're wearing a jetpack uh uh, a noel shaped jetpack and she kind of floats you and stands you up now swing me at him (laughs) okay are we going to make a okay are we gonna make it (laughs) all right we're taking a lot of liberties with what can be considered an action in Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition, but I'm very much into it. Um, yeah, let's say this is a melee attack. <laughs> uh, well, here's what we'll do: I'll roll for Noel, you roll for Magnus, and uh-huh. we'll take we'll take the lower result. So it'll be like disadvantage, except coming from two different attackers. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. We'll put your same modifier on it, though. Uh, I rolled a 14 plus whatever your modifier is. Okay, I rolled a 12 plus my modifier, which is plus 7, so 19. Okay, either of those is going to be a hit. Okay. So, so like, fucking weakened at Bernie's, she uh, <laughs> just sort of flails your arm towards him as you hold on to Rail Splitter. Launch me! So then, I do that. Um, I can't remember what I do. It's been so long since I hit with an attack. Uh, okay, so we're going to say that that's one-handed. One. Well, yeah, yeah, and one tube arm. So I, we're not going to call that two handed, but maybe she put a little spin on you when she let you go. I would not let her do that. Uh, that's a six plus six, so twelve. Okay. Um, next in the order is the golem. Hold on. Is he about to get. Hold okay. on, and I'm going to use oh. goading attack when attack lands. Um, superiority dice plus damage equals the wisdom saving throw. On fail, target has disadvantage on attack, not against you. Okay. So that's um, 5 plus 12, a 17. Yeah, that's a hit. No, you have to do a wisdom saving throw. Oh, and I have to beat a 17? Yeah. Uh, I rolled an 18. Um, well, So before modifier, I beat it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, it is the golem's turn. Is he about to get... He needs to make a dexterity saving throw, and you're going to need to be 18 is the DC on this one. Okay. Uh, 17. Uh, it's not quite going to do it, so he's going to take 3d6 bludgeoning damage Ooh. from these tents. From the, from the tentacles. Uh, uh, do you want to roll that, or should I? That's a d4. Do you see how it has four numbers on it? Uh, a d6 is like a dice-ass dice. That's like some Monopoly yeah. shit. Six, six, Oh God! Five. So uh, that's okay. Be Seventeen. Uh, and he's also restrained. He can use his action to uh, uh, to make a strength or dexterity check against my spell save DC. On a okay, success, you free Jesus, yourself. That is brutal. Okay, so he's restrained by beautiful ebony tentacles. <laughs> And are stroking the length of his body. Oh, that's somebody something, isn't it? <laughs> that's some. That's somebody's baby. Everything is uh, somebody something. 
that is a big that is a big big hit you actually you actually uh as those tentacles just sort of like whap into him uh some some chunks of him kind of fall off uh yeah please go ahead um uh before he does anything that crystal that he broke off of his body uh earlier starts to shimmy and shake uh and glow bright white and then it explodes um, and I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw, and everybody who is still even a little bit paralyzed, uh, has disadvantage on it. Wait, what? He did this? The crystal that he broke off his body. Not his great! Wait, oh, oh, okay. Ten. Eight. Daddy, did you roll? Yeah. What'd you get? Wait, 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 sorry. Uh, what was the, what was the, it was a dexterity you said? Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, dexterity. Uh, Four. Okay. Uh, 14, actually. Literally everybody failed. Uh, everybody is going to take a lot of damage from this crystal bomb. That's 5. That's 13. That is 18. That is 21 points of damage, everybody. I take 21 points of damage for breakfast. And and you, it's like noon now, so that was a lunchtime crystal. Well, and thing. that's the problem is I missed my my breakfast damage, and that's why I'm not doing so. It's an important lesson, kids. Breakfast damage is the most important damage of the day. How are you doing on damage? Because you, you got your, you have a screenshot of your whiteboard. I'm down to ten. Okay, so everybody's not doing great. Um, I mean, and I'm then, still at forty six. I got lots of hit points, and I'm a negative eight. So. Whoa! We all okay. are doing our best out here. So he has to spend his turn trying to escape from you, right? Yes. And what are the, his options? Strength or what? Strength or dex, I think. Um, he's very strong. Better. We'll do strength. Yes, strength. Okay, yeah. Uh, that is a 21. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he breaks free from these tentacles. Are the tentacles gone now? They are, yes. He's free. Okay. They, they, they fall off of him, giving him, giving him one last final soft... Grace and he blushes, and that's his turn. Big M, yeah, your turn. I'm uh, casting prayer of healing. Okay, that's a good call. Up to six creatures of your choice that you can see within range each regain hit points equal to two d8 plus your spell casting modifier. Okay, so the d8 is the one that fell on the floor. No, it's I, the one I, I have in my hand. I, I should also I should mention Griffith just to to clarify. He is yes. no longer restrained by the tentacles, but the tentacles are still surrounding him. They're in okay. that area, in that area for a minute. So, okay, then he moves out of the way of them. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, he floats backwards a few feet. All right. I rolled a six and a seven. Okay. And my spellcast modifier is six. Yeah. Correct? So nineteen, we get nineteen points back each. Yeah, uh, yeah. and Killian, Killian, and uh, Carrie get that too. Uh, yeah, they I also see them took too. That. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Taco, it is your turn. Um. Well, do you yeah, have any magic dispelling stuff? I, I'm like blacked out, right? What? I went no, he just negative. healed you. Oh, okay. How much? For how many points? Nineteen. Oh, were you below zero? Yeah. Oh shit, son. Yeah. Uh yeah, with that heal, uh, dad, dad saved saved your goose. Have we done any death rolls before? 
Nah, I don't think so. Not a no. Nah, yeah, we might have done. I feel like we might have done one at one point. We did one, yeah. When you got when black black spider magic yeah, brought in. Yeah, we didn't do it right though. Probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, okay. Yeah, Taka, you're you're back. You uh you. It's a good thing you didn't stand up because you would have fallen right back down when your health went below zero. But yeah, you have regained consciousness. This is a very turbulent roller coaster of a fight for you. Your your heals, by the way, juice. They start from zero, so don't include the negatives in it. You are at. You should be at nineteen right now. Does that make sense? I should be at what? You should 19? be at 19 right now. Yeah, you when you get healed, when you're below zero, then you... Um, hey, you're, when you took that big hit from the crystal bomb, uh, you didn't go to half of your health underneath, half your max health, health underneath it, right? Like, if your, max, if your max health is 40, you didn't go to negative 20. No. Okay, good, because that's an instant death. No, yeah. No, I did, that didn't happen to me. I was at negative 11, and my max is 50, so I'm good on that front. That's probably closer than you should do in the future. Yeah, I mean, ideally, I won't fall below zero. Yeah, I don't think he was planning on getting hit by 21 points of damage from a fucking crystal bomb, Griffin. Yeah, next time we go on a a fucking undersea adventure, I'll be sure to bring a cleric. Uh, (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, What you gonna do? Taco, do you have any uh, dispelling magic? No, I don't actually. I don't have that in my uh, my old repertoire. <laughs> you have just, just, like- just sex tentacle based, <laughs> just sort of Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, do the thing you did with the with the motorcycle, but make him tiny. Um. Hey, wait a minute. I do have a spell that could help Travis, who can't move his legs. Okay. If Travis can't move his legs, then I shall create his legs. <laughs> I raise my hand into the air and I summon Geralt. Geralt! <laughs> yes! Arising from below Travis are four beautiful, magical, uh, purple legs that seem to shimmer with a rainbow and out of nowhere materializing in air are two beautiful horns and like the voice of God echoing through the room and sending trickles of urine down the leg of this crystal golem are the words yo what's up (laughs) go Carol go Carol Noel was kind of yeah Noel was starting to give up the ghost a little bit holding up your your full weight uh, Magnus so this this comes as a relief to her and she sort of uh, releases you uh, from her grasp and floats floats off a little bit, uh, and you are now mounted in combat, full blown uh, brand uh. brand style. Uh, this is going to make the cover of the paperback right here. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I must, I gotta again. I do have to drive this point home. You are slumped over this horse. He is. He can move you around, but you are very much uh, 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 kind of dead weight on. I'll it. take. You it. have a little. Okay. Uh, is that all for your turn, Taco? Okay. Uh, Magnus, it is your turn. Okay. I see. This attack is going to be possibly the funniest melee attack ever performed in a Dungeons and Dragons game. Geralt. What's up? I want you to leap over him. Yeah, no problem, dog. Just leap over him? Yes. You know I'm, a, I'm just a regular. I mean, I'm beautiful and powerful. I'm, I do have the qualities of a regular horse. <laughs> How tall is the golem, Griffin? Uh, this golem is about uh, eight feet tall. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You could do that. 
Yeah, steeplechase yeah, that bastard. Yeah, I see where you're going with this, and I love it, but no, 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 no. No, I'm good. You want me to run you past him or whatever? Yeah, try do just, that. Try to just freak him out or something? Yeah, that's no problem. Here we go. Uh, okay, if we're doing this, uh, and you're going to be doing a moving attack past him, then I'm going to call that an opportunity attack that he gets on you if you're moving past no, him. No, no, no. Wait- I, I, here's what I'm going to do in, in oh, actuality. Okay. Um, since I'm on Gale now, I'm going to delay my turn till after um, till after uh, Merle. Can I do that? I got. I, I I know where you're going. You're going to delay your turn after. Okay, but the horse can't move you if you're delaying your turn because I was counting his movement as your movement. I mean, so I mean cool. I'm I'm okay. mounted and I can move around. Okay, you're delaying your turn until after Merle. Yes. Okay. Uh, it is the golem's turn then. Uh, the golem. Uh, uh, picks up. He's sort of standing on one leg. He lifts his left leg into the air, and he brings one of his arms down on that leg, and uh, two pieces of him come off this time that are now sort of flanking him left and right, uh, and they are both glowing white. Uh, and for his attack, uh, he is going to take another stab at Merle. Sorry about this. I know this probably seems a little bit unfair, but, uh, you know, work's work. Uh, that's a crit. Mm. Yeah, you can scope that out if you want. I see it. Merle, you take... Oh, my God. Wait, hold uh, on. Can I force to re-roll with my protection shit? Uh, I... Maybe. Yeah, let me look. Hold on. You guys are pretty close together, and this is a melee attack. Yeah. When a creature you can see attacks a target other than you, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay. You must, yeah. All right, we will say that you fucking, like, slump your dead left arm over and throw the shield of memories uh, uh, to, like, sort of block the first attack uh, as the second one comes in and is a fucking two, uh, which is not going to hit with modifier. Uh, so yes, his first attack looked incredibly powerful, but the shield, as he sort of dropped it to the floor, deflects it away, and his second one misses <laughs> heartily. And he goes, uh, I-, I don't even know how that worked out, like with physics. Me I'm like neither. Work- I'm like trying to figure out how that worked, and I, I can't seem to make sense of it. Uh, but that Training. is his turn. Uh, Merle. I'm got- I can do Dispel Magic again, right? Yeah, sure. I'm dispelling that magic on uh, on Magnus. Okay, you still got to roll. To contest it to beat a thirteen. Oh, I got it in my hands. Oh, that's not good. Jeez, it's a two, Trav. Okay, with my with my modifier though. With your modifier of eleven. No, it's not. It is an eight, but it's still not good enough. Uh, yeah, ta- uh, yeah, Magnus, you still want to take your turn now? Maybe uh, free him up a little bit. Couldn't it have just like a couple of degrees? Maybe like one arm, one arm. Maybe he had one arm free. Um. um no. You have wrist. You have wrist control now. Wrist, wrist control. Um, cool. It's all in the wrist, Travis. I I can be smarter about it. Uh, I have a skill called commanding strike. Oh, um, okay. Use one attack to command an ally to make a weapon attack. Add superiority die to damage. So, uh, which one of you? Uh, uh, it's probably Merle, right? Yeah, Merle's got the the battle wrench. Yeah, yeah, Merle attack. Can we? I, this is just a request to people who are Merle. Uh, can we just like fuck? Maybe we should attack that crystal. That's what I was going to say. Should we? Well, there are two of them now. 
Yeah, it seems like those. Could I take one big swing at both crystals? Wait, holy Uh, shit! Hold on, hold on. How big are the crystals? Uh, They're they're not that big actually. They're about uh, they're about the size of like your fist. Um, kind of jagged. Cool, cool, cool. Merle. Yes. Uh, wait. Who's next? Taco's next. Yeah, yeah. Taco. In my pouch. Get the glutton's fork. (laughs) Okay. When I get a chance to, for sure. Okay, that's my turn. Okay, uh, you're just sitting on this horse. He's like, I, I imagine at this point, girl will be like, "Did you need me for something?" Oh, or? Okay, well, hold on. And then also, you know, Merle attack one of the crystals. I was halfway through season two of Daredevil, guys. Come on. <laughs> All right. Just pick. So seventeen. Yeah, that's going to be a hit on uh, on the left one or the right one. Could I knock one into the other? No, because he's standing in between them. Shit. Okay. I'll use my plant side, so that will be the... Uh, yes, hit, yes, yes, yes. Your dominant hand, your right I hit hand. the one on the right Okay. with the battle wrench. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Plus your strength modifier. That's, uh, yeah, it, it's not very much damage, but it's enough to shatter this thing, uh, and it falls okay. harmlessly to the floor. Uh, next in the order is Taco. Uh, how close am I to Travis's bag? Uh, I mean, you guys were literally standing right next to each other when you went down, and you haven't really moved much. Um, he is up in the air with, uh, uh, he's, he's up on Garrel, uh, but you can, you can easily stand up and reach him. Okay, I'll grab the, uh, fork out of the bag. Okay. I don't know what this thing is. I don't remember so, either. I bought it at the Fantasy Costco. Once a day, the fork will allow the user to eat any non-magical item they can fit in their mouth. <laughs> And gain 2d6 points of damage, just tap the fork on the item and it will turn edible. But isn't that magical? Well, poop. <laughs> I mean, it's a floating crystal. If that's not magic, I don't know. What I think we made up. I thought what he meant by non magical item was like an enchanted sword or shield or something. Yeah, no, that's the non magic. Magical items are things that can't be dis- like, can't traditionally be destroyed. Like a magic sword can't be destroyed. Um, but I'm, yes, this, yes, 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 yes to all of this. Now, Magnus, say what you just said, but in character. Use the fork. Eat the crystal. <laughs> You'll feel better. Luke, use the use fork. The fork. <laughs> the fork will be with you always. No, okay. I do want it back. It won't be, I will want the fork back. Okay, are you doing this, Taco? Are you doing hell, this thing? Uh, hell yes, I am. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, hmm. Yeah, I don't think you're going to need, I was trying to think, is this a fork-based attack? No, you can just kind of plug that bad boy in, and you're doing this into the crystal piece that's floating, not the golem himself, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, all right, yeah, you plug it into this fist-sized floating crystal in the air, uh, and, and as you do, it, uh... <laughs> It, it, your fork slides in as though you are piercing a bread roll. As you do, actually, you realize this particular piece of crystal is actually part of Merle's former arm. Oh crap! Oh, uh, as it as it turns, in, but it turns into like a, one of those fucking awesome red lobster cheddar cheddar rolls. Okay, so I take a a big bite. And what's it taste like? It tastes fucking incredible. Like it tastes. What, what, what to describe the taste of Merle? Um, there is a, so there's a, would you a say light, picante? Yeah. It's, it's super buttery, super buttery, super, okay. super soft, super buttery, super flaky. Um, it's like, there's a sweetness to it. Like there's some sort of sweet 
element, like a brown sugar maybe in the butter. Okay. Um, but it feels, it actually, it's weird because like it wasn't cooked. You magically transformed it into like some sort of edible material. Uh, so it should be like a meal ready to eat, but actually it's like soft, like a, like it just came out of the oven. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Damn, I'm delicious. It's fucking incredible. It's really, really tasty and it goes down real smooth. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, uh, I popped the whole thing in my mouth. I'm loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> Hey guys, it's it's a good time for the great taste of Merle. It's a happy Merle. I like <laughs> that. I like that a lot. Proud of you. The golem you. takes. Wait, a, hold on. He gets two d six health back. Huh? For the, the glutton's fork, when you eat it, you get two d six points of health. Back. <laughs> you were saying Merle eating Merle in particular. Take this bread. It is his body. It has a sort of healing, like transubstantiation quality to it all right uh four and three so it's seven points of healing okay delicious uh, delicious merle healed me for seven points <laughs> uh the golem who looks he looks pretty worse for wear um after the last round of combat um and now having uh sort of taken breaking broke breaking having breaking broken parts of himself off uh he, he's actually looking really worse for wear uh, and he also takes like a step back from you, like kind of staggered. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with the three of you? You guys are fucked up. That's the, that's some, that's some sick shit. I'm, oh God, I've got to regroup. You, you will, I promise you the next time we meet, you're, you're coming with me. I'm taking you in. Why? Um, he says, you know why? I don't uh, actually, and, I really and, uh, don't. The golem uh, form falls apart, collapses on the floor, and you watch the white fire portion of him uh, pass through a rift behind him and uh, disappear. We won! I think we actually just legitimately won a battle, you guys. I think we did. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, he he definitely did a uh, expedient retreat, but he was. Uh, I mean, between the parts of him that you that he broke off and crystallized, and that the tentacles ripped off, uh, he was he was falling apart. So now can Merle just like dispel magic? Willy nilly, well, uh, gonna burn a slot. Uh, yeah. Let's. I mean, you guys can take a short rest to recover. Oh, some, hey, let's get the pocket stuff. spa. That sounds. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That you should help. You, you drag uh, the still paralyzed members of your party into the pocket spa and luxuriate and relax and recover some health. Uh, in a a post battle debriefing. Are, and, and are there monogrammed bathrobes? This is important. In the pocket spa. Yeah, no, I mean they'd all just no, they'd all just say the letter like, T, right? They're more just like uh, loincloths, really. They they're yeah, more like more like loincloths. You just drape around your crotch. Can I can I steal those like I stole the robe from the Sofitel in L.A. to get charged to Griffin's room? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's I'm Griffin's sorry you had to find out this way. Uh, I'm sorry about a lot of things, uh, but you know what I'm not sorry about is all that money we're about to get. When, while we're in the pocket spa and just kind of sitting and relaxing for a bit, Griffin appears to us and we start <laughs> talking out of character. Um, I want to tell you all about the Max Fun Drive. We've talked about it. We talked about it last week. You talk about it on all the other shows that we do. Certainly you know about it. But if you don't, we are uh, part of the Maximum Fun organization. We are a pledge-funded uh, organization. Um, 
I know we also do ads on the show. I've seen a lot of people be kind of curious about that. Um, the amount of money that we get from ads and the support that we get from ads is like a quarter of like how we fund the stuff that we do. Most of the most of the the money that we get from the shows comes from donors, and that money allows us to. Yesterday, I went to uh, a a local reputable store in town and bought a whole second recording setup. Um, so that I can because uh, I'm here because Dad's here. Um, and, and and when we for, were preparing for the bonus episode, I bought all kinds of D and D books and like did a shit ton of research and work that was funded by donations from listeners like you. We we spent tons of money. I know it doesn't seem like it sometimes on episodes where we goof them up. Uh, but we spent a bunch of money on new recording equipment. We have hosting fees. That's how we're paying to have our nose hairs removed in a few minutes. I'm so excited about that. Um, and that's really going to improve the audio quality on future episodes. Well, yeah, everything's a write-off. Yeah, that's going to sound like fucking McConaughey once we get the, the network. Right, of, right, right, and if you right. donate five, if we get 5,000 new and upgrading donors, we will send you the sticks that they use to rip out dads. <laughs> it's going to be some fucking Lovecraftian like nightmare stuff happening on that stick. Anyway, we do stuff like live shows. We fund those live shows with with the money that we get from the podcast. We've expanded and done no, more podcasts. The Adventure Zone is a like experimental podcast we did um, that we are able to spend as much time on making it, and and I I'm able to spend as much time on like doing the music and all that stuff um, because of the the you know the financial support we get from from you guys. So there's a, definitely like a your money goes to us uh and it is some of it helps support the network but uh whenever you donate you get to pick your favorite shows and by picking those shows like you are directly directly sending your support to those shows um so so can somebody anybody start start walking me through what these different donations levels are and and what they'll get our sweet listeners all right so you mentioned the five dollars a month ditto if you do five dollars a month you will get access to bonus content that will blow your mind out of your face. You will be sitting there and you'll think, oh, a couple episodes to listen to. And then you'll click on the link you get sent and you'll be like, oh, goodness, what am I going to do with all this bonus content? You'll feel like a bonus content hoarder. You'll worry about stacks of bonus content falling over and crushing your cats. That's Um, how much bonus content (laughs) will become available to you for $5 a month. You get bonus content for every episode on the every podcast on the network in perpetuity. So all the bonus episodes we've ever done across all the different podcasts. We got three bonus episodes for the Adventure Zone. We have one prequel episode um, where uh, there, our heroes meet and square off against a team of heroes. A lot of people are like new donors this year, and I've been tweeting about a particular character from an episode named Hambone that I forgot about. That I Shit, love. I so forgot about th- Hambone. I love Hambone so much. Um, we also have, uh, our LA Podfest episode, which was a, a side story where they go on a beach vacation. And then this year we have the Adventure Zone Nights, a whole new universe, new characters, new adventure, new everything that was DM by Travis. Um, so you get all that just for being a $5 a month donor. Justin, what can we get for $10 a month? Well, and not only that, I also, as long as we're talking about the bonus content, one, the Adventure Zone Nights is N-I-G-H-T-S, just in case anyone is wondering. Um, oh, that's important. A lot, a lot of people are asking. Um, and two, if we hit that 5,000 new and upgrading donors, we're going to put out more of those bonus, uh, more of those donors bonus content throughout the course of the year. So you'll get more episodes of the Adventure Zone Nights if we hit that 5,000, uh, 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 goal. Yeah. And yeah. thank you for saying bonus donor and not donus boner. Cause that, well, not I've been good. saying, um, donors bonus a lot. And now I just want to say bonus. Um, at ten dollars a month, you're of course going to get the bonus content for five bucks. Uh, that you get the five dollar level, but you're also going to get a bandana 
featuring art from your favorite Maximum Fun show. Uh, you could get the Adventure Zone. It's really cool with lots of like in joke references to the show. Uh, or you could get you know any show you want. Our feelings won't be hurt. We're not you know we're, you know us. Come on. Yes, they will. Dads, okay. dads will be hurt, but that's just yeah. Him. Mine will be hurt. Um, at twenty dollars a month, Lynn Cott. They're uh, by the way, yeah, they're, they're very cool. They're sick. Uh, um, you can check them all out. You know what? Just go to maximumfund.org forward slash donate, and you'll find a link there to look at all of the uh, the bandanas. All the bananas. Um, you got all a $20 a month level. At $20 a month, you will get, of course, the bandanas, the bonus episode content. Uh, you'll also get the Max Fun Adventure Necessity Collection. This is a, a, a package of, uh, I guess, camping gear or like wasteland survival gear. Talking or about like a multi boring party gear, too. I mean, there's yeah, some fun there's stuff like on there for shitty, everyone. Shitty, boring party that doesn't have toilet paper. <laughs> Uh, good news. There's toilet paper, uh, uh, portable toilet tissue in this pack. There's a, a hot chocolate packet. There is, uh, there's a paracord bracelet that I think turns into rope. And you can use that to like hog tie a cattle or something. Uh, and there's a multi tool with the Max Fun Rocket logo on it. A lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, outdoor necessities. Can dad talk about a, a level? He's really good at it. Yeah, Dad, tell us what you get at $35 a month. Be careful though. Be very well, careful. Well, at $35 a month, you get a vacuum thermos now this is vacuum with two u's in it uh, that is how you spell vacuum you vacuum uh, and that's with a travel it would be vacuum otherwise it would, it'd be a tr- with a travel tumbler or a tavel trumbler since we're really going all norm crosby on this stuff uh <laughs> yeah. also when did this turn into the fucking flop house and the all the stuff <laughs> i sound like other words Here hey i like those guys i didn't yeah. used to um $5, and, the, and you still get the stuff from $5. You still get the stuff from $10. You still get the stuff from $20. Uh, but with $35, you get the vacuum thermos with the travel tumbler. So if you're traveling somewhere, you want to take a tumble, boom, there it is. You get up to $100 a month. Get this now. Well, hold on. Yelling, so I want to tell doing you a secret. Oh, please do. There's a secret $50 a month level for upgrading donors. So if you're not what? ready to make that jump from 35 to 100, I get it. That's a pretty big jump. You can go from 35 to 50. Oh, yeah, and what do they get stuff for that? Plus, Jesse, Jesse Thorne will make you blondies and send them to your house. That's something to think I, about. I upgraded to that level just so my pod boss would have to make me a dessert. I did that too. Take that, Jesse. <laughs> Feed me blondies. Dance, dance for me. <laughs> Patisserie dance, me, tin horn. Uh, it's a good bake. Now, do you get the blondies at the hundred dollar level too? No, I assume I, no, so. I, maybe I don't know. Listen, anyway, I think if you're throwing Jesse a hundred bucks a month, he'll bake you whatever you want. At a hundred dollars a month, though, you can get membership in the Inner Circle, which is our monthly culture club. Uh, that means every month, one host of one Maximum Fun show or three hosts will show up at your house and sing Karma Chameleon. That's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, uh, no, we, we pick like a movie or a book or an album or something that we really like, and then you will get, uh, you will get it, uh, usually just like a digital version of it. The only time that, uh, we got picked, um, because, I mean, I think they know that we're relatively uncultured, um, people, uh, we picked the album Music Evolution by the band Buckshot LaFonk. It's a terrific album. Um, if you missed out on that recommendation, just go Amazon that shit. I guarantee you're going to enjoy it. Um, that's at a hundred dollars a month. If if you want to go, like, if you really want to support us, uh, and you have a lot of money to throw around, how about two hundred dollars a month? That gets you a free registration for Max Funcon twenty seventeen, 
which is the uh, annual sort of convention that the Max Fun community does, where we do a bunch of fun podcasts up in the mountains somewhere. Um, have you it's a real have hoot. you guys ever put together that like brownies are brown and blondies are blonde? Whoa. Yeah, homie. Yeah, like think about it, right? And that yeah. that kind of insight you can only get at Maximum Fun. Uh, Holy Maximum fun shit! Um, we know that a lot of people aren't like most folks aren't going to be able to do a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars a month. We get that. Definitely, we get that. Um, any any amount of money that you can chip into us helps. It really, really does. Anything and if you're you unable to in. do any amount, I get that too. We've all been in a place where money was tight and you know we just weren't able to make a donation. If that's the case, go on Twitter, tweet out the link, MaximumFun.org forward slash donate, use the hashtag MaxFunDrive, and tell your friends like, hey, do you like these shows? Go support them. I, like, we appreciate that. That means a lot to us. Um, so help spread the word. Help donate if you can. If you like our shows and you can kick in a few bucks a month, we really appreciate it. It's at MaximumFun.org slash donate. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's get back to the show. All right, you guys are in the pocket spot. You're all loincloth out. You're having yourselves a good time. Um, despite the fact and that it's not th- weird at all. It's up to you guys whether or not. Are we naked? We're not naked. You're loincloth up. Um, okay. Uh, but yeah, you have recovered from the paralysis. Um, and uh, are, are, you can you can take a short rest, by the way, if you want to recover some hit points. I know we don't usually do well, that. I know how that's much kind time of an- do we have, Ditto? Are we on the clock for the crystallization of the thing still? Uh, you've got about... 30 minutes left so you do have some time still i believe uh, that the pocket spa is outside of the normal time space continuum yeah no you you had 40 minutes um and then when you pocket spawed i don't actually remember how much time i said you had but why don't you take a short rest because you guys need some health okay, okay. <laughs> uh, me, 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 me. so you roll your hit dice are you looking at your phone while we're recording? What are you doing? Yeah, this is what I've got my whiteboard on. Okay. Mr. Fancy that's horse, Pants. That's horse apples. He does it to me all the time. He's checking sports scores. I'm back up to full, baby. All right, so which one is the D10? Uh, you roll D8s. Oh. Uh, I mean, you roll as many as you want as long as you have hit dice. All right, a six and a five. Keep going? Yeah. Yeah, I roll D6. So a lot of people are wondering how many times. I know you at home are wondering how many times. Well, here's Griffin to explain it for you. I got 12. That sounds good, doesn't it? 12's about good. 12. 12 feels about right, doesn't it? All right, you have per your level, you can roll that many times. Eight? Yes. Okay. Wow, okay. You can roll one of those per wizard, per, per level. Per wizard level. So you can keep rolling too, Dad. Oh. You can roll up to eight eight times because you guys haven't Great. taken a short rest this this chunk. Great, I'm up back up to forty five hit points. So I roll two more times, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah, you guys take your take take your rests. Uh, you are having a good uh, a good chill out time. Uh, and I assume uh, like Carrie and uh, Killian are like also recovered from the paralysis. That's what I'm trying. Yeah, to Yeah, yeah. Everybody's okay. good to go. Everybody's like everybody's rocking in the free world. Um, and you step out of the pocket spa. Uh, back back into the main elevator lobby, and uh, as you approach the the central elevator that Lucas went down after uh, paralyzing all of you, um, uh, you hear Carrie gasp, um, and she points at Killian's helmet 
And on the back of Killian's helmet, you see a small crack uh, that uh, started forming after she uh, fell to the ground from the paralysis. And she says, uh, she says, uh, oh, she says, uh, oh, Killian, no, no, Killian, no, you can't go on like that. You could, you could get some crystal in there. That's super dangerous. Um, and Killian feels the back of her helmet and says, oh my God, this is, I'm, I, oh my God, this is the most frustrating thing that's ever happened. All I've wanted in life up to this point is to find Lucas and destroy him. And I don't think it's safe for me to go on much further with this, with this here crack in my helmet. Do you want to swap helmets? Well, that seems like I, your, your sweet head can't get crystallized either. Dumb, dumb. It's, a, it's already pretty thick. I cast duct tape of Dormammu and seal up her helmet. <laughs> uh, that doesn't exist yet. Oh. Um, uh, she says, that's a really sweet offer, Magnus. But, and, and it is technically your fault because like we were just about to bust this perp. When you, oh, yeah. when you started kibitzing. Um, but I I gotta be honest with you guys. I don't think it's that smart for me to get close to the relic to begin with. Oh, that's not your job, right? That's like our job. Yeah, I mean, it's up to you guys to recover that stuff. And I, um, I haven't really told you guys this, but you remember when we met and we, we recovered that gauntlet together? Yeah. 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 I really wanted to grab it and take it and put it on and get fire fire powers. Like I really, I, gotcha. I don't know how to describe this. I was like, when you guys ran up and grabbed that thing, I was like, ooh, I kind of wanted to like kill you and have it for me. Yeah, does that make sense? No, we all we totally all wanted that. We just didn't. Yeah. You rose above, and that's the yeah. important thing. You've proven yourself. No, but I was about to definitely not rise above. Does that make sense? Like, I was like... You just ran out of time. I was like, you I got distracted like... or something. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, so I I really... I don't think it's that good of a call for All me right. to get in there and grab it. Um, How about I... this? How about a new, new job for you? Yeah. You and Noel get the bugbears out of here to safety. Uh, jeez. Okay, Noel. If it's okay, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of like to, I'd kind of like to see this through. Um, I, I can tell you how to, how to get them out though. We should be able to, um, figure out a path through the, the lab to extract you that's not crystallized. Um, but I need to. There's something I need to figure out. Um, so I it, is it's it okay. math? No, I know all math. I'm a robot, so I oh, can okay. just like punch that into my Windows, sort of my MS DOS calculator brain. But um, yeah, I'd like to stick with you guys if that's all right. Okay. Uh, okay. Noel floats over to Killian and and uh, 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 <laughs> prints out like Conky's secret word of the day, uh, <laughs> a, a, a little map of the lab, and then uh, she pops out a little highlighter attachment from her frame and doodles on it for a bit. And Killian takes it and says, uh, uh, okay, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to head out. Um, Carrie, be, be careful. Um, just get these guys to the, to the finish line. Don't, don't, you know, don't be a hero. Um, and I'll see you guys back. Hey, Carrie, if you want to be a hero, I mean, that we could use at least yeah. one, right? <laughs> Wouldn't say no. <laughs> Carrie, don't be a hero. Uh, uh, Killian walks back out through the, uh, door, uh, Back, back towards the uh, the bugbear encampment, uh, and is gone. And uh, uh, Carrie walks over and presses the button to summon the elevator back in the middle of the room. 
And she says, uh, oh, I feel um, I feel considerably less good about our chances now, if, if I'm being completely honest. But uh, let's uh, let's do our best out there, guys, huh? I, I mean, we didn't ask, but th- thanks, Debbie Downer. Um, when the elevator that Lucas went down shows up and the doors uh, part, um, there is a metal grate, a heavy metal grate now covering the door as it opens. And it, there doesn't seem to be any sort of discernible clasp on it. There doesn't seem to be any discernible like handle to open it up. There's just this heavy metal grate now covering the elevator. Uh, down I to open the lower it. Levels. Oh, and you do. And wow, shit. Damn, I should have thought of that. Uh, no, it doesn't seem to, it doesn't even, like, rattle or move. I rolled a 17 for opening. Okay, it's not, you needed a DC 70,000 in order to open this metal grate. It's, it's, like, solid. It's, like, not. Could I try? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get it. I heal both of their hernias. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Um, and Carrie says, uh, well, I guess we should just turn back and go home. Mission failed, right, guys? No. We did, hey, we did our best. Hey. hey, we did our best. No harm in that. All you can do is your best. I think somebody's been listening to too much adventures. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to be like those guys. Um, you hear a sound come from the elevator, though, uh, from above you, actually. Um, and then you hear, uh, and you see the elevator sort of uh, shake violently. Uh, as you hear, uh, what I can only describe as a smashing sound come from above, uh, and then there's a, a, a quiet passes after this, this smashing sound comes from on top of this elevator. Carrie, go check that out. <laughs> um, and there's a second smash, and then a third smash, and- I take this opportunity to get my glutton's fork back from Taco. <laughs> okay (laughs) priorities uh yeah yeah, this 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 elevator is getting like destroyed this elevator car i should say is getting destroyed the one with the heavy metal grade over is getting destroyed uh uh, and as as more smashes happen uh you see that the source of this uh violent uh elevator car uh, uh assault is coming from a bright yellow uh, what looks like another elevator car, and it is smashing it down and crushing it like a tin can. Uh, and pretty soon, this locked off elevator car uh, just falls, and replacing it, you see now appearing in front of you a bright yellow yellow elevator car with a big bright red nose and two big white <gasps> eyes on either doors. And he says, uh, "Hey kids, does somebody need to go down?" It's Mister Bucket or whatever his name was. It's me, Mr. Opsy, your lifting friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I heard a rumor that you you kids needed to go to a different floor than the one you're on now. You you heard correct. Well, climb on inside my tum-tum, you goose. People would ask him for guest stars for so long, and who would have thought we would get long-dead Fred Gwynn here to play a role? I don't know who that is. I'm Thanks. just an elevator. Climb on in my belly. bad. Yeah. Press my buttons from inside of me. I get in him. <laughs> mm. yeah. I get in Why him. Why is it so wet in here? Mm, why indeed? <laughs> <laughs> I might be metal on the outside, but inside I'm a real living boy. I'm upsetting your lifting friend. Upsetting my lifting uh, friend. That's a good joke. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which way are we going, kids? 
Oh, down. Up, Let's go down. Down. Oh, down's my least favorite. <laughs> Uh, you, uh, you find a, uh, a, in, in lieu of a proper elevator panel, uh, there's just sort of a fleshy, s- uh, series of nodes, uh, next to his Ugh, door. Uh, the worst. uh, and you press the one underneath and he goes, <laughs> that tickles. Uh, and, uh, Ugh. you begin to descend. How's your day going? He was an invention. Why would someone invent him? He's a genetically engineered elevator. And who'd have thought we'd ever miss Girl from Ipanema playing on the sound system? Well, I can do that for you if you want it to happen. Yeah. Tall and tan and No, no, no. Make Griffin do it. <laughs> the Girl from Ipanema's coming to take your stuff inside your house. Here she comes. I haven't heard the song before. You're doing great. <laughs> Talk, uh, Magnus, are-, are you still writing uh, Geralt at this point? Yes. <laughs> as far as anyone's concerned, I hadn't forgotten I was doing that. I've never had a horse before. You still don't, my little man. I'm just riding inside you. Possession does not figure into it. Yo, are we there? I don't know where we're going, but like, I would like to be of use at some point. You're doing great. I'm yeah, very my proud favorite of you. part was that hour we spent in that spa. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Uh, how long was it? An hour, did I say? No, how long was it, actually? It wasn't that long. It was not an hour. Okay. Um, he says, uh, so what are you going downstairs for? Just general downstairsy stuff. Yeah, just stuff not up here. It's stuff down there. Just going down there. Are you going to need a return trip anytime soon? Because I've got my soaps to catch up on. Um, we'll call you. <laughs> okay. Not for not for between the hours of four and five thirty though. Because of your afternoon soaps. Yeah, my elevator stories. <laughs> what are are they so any good? I, Wait, are they any good? Uh, they have their ups and downs. Go on, thank say you, it. Dad. Thank you, Dad. I don't understand. I, so what? So I bait. I guess what Griffin's trying to say is we killed that crystal thing a lot faster than he thought. We did. <laughs> Uh, his his fleshy interior doors uh, open up, and you uh, uh, are let out. Uh, as he he makes a barfing sound as you leave his his tummy, and he goes, "That's another joke I do." Anyway, bye. I love you. Uh, his, <laughs> it, the door is shut, and he disappears. Um, you have exited out uh, into another sort of lobby area, uh, although this one is uh, a lot smaller than the one that you were just in. Um, the lab you noticed when you were outside of it has kind of a conical shape to it. So it's, it's bigger on top than it is, uh, down below kind of a cloud city Bespin thing going on. Um, uh, so there's not as much sort of area down here. Um, but you are now in a, a much smaller, uh, darker, uh, lobby. And, uh, as far as you can tell, there's only two doors, uh, in this lobby. This room, by the way, is, is not crystallized. There is a... What are you looking for, Dan? I don't know. Just looking. No, pay attention. Don't read. I'm listening. Okay. Uh, there is a very large, uh, uh, heavy-looking like vault door that is all sealed up, and it has one of those hand scanners on it that is uh, lit up bright red. Um, and then there is a uh, an even bigger um, sort of industrial door, sort of like you would find in a warehouse that trucks would drive into. Uh, and this one is actually sealed up with one of those hand scanners that is green. Okay. 
Uh, mm. There doesn't seem to be any kind of labeling going on. Um, Noel says, uh, okay, so um, if Lucas is anywhere, he's, he's going to be in the, the main experiment chamber. Uh, and that's that's through that, that, that circular vault door. Um, if y'all if y'all want to get a move on and, and what's get the him. big door? Um, well, that leads to the the robotics manufacturing uh, center. That um, one, please. All of the oh, are you sure? All all the rooms on this floor are sort of networked by this robot delivery system. So so robots, as as Lucas and anybody in the the lab needs them, those those robots are going to be put together in the manufacturing center, and then we have like a a, a conveyor networking system that delivers those those bespoke bots to to wherever you need them um that sounds like a fun room yeah i mean it's pretty cool it's like my for me it was like my nursery you know what do you uh-huh. think Carol? i'll be honest <laughs> i don't know what you're trying to achieve i mean the robot room sounds cool to me but the other thing who's the lucas do you hate him and want to kill him? What's the story there? I legitimately don't know what you're trying to achieve. Uh, you know, it would take too long to explain it. Because I don't uh, remember. About seven episodes too long, my dude. <laughs> well, what do you think, convey- Taco? If the conveyors connect everything, then we could go in the robot room and it would probably take us to Lucas's room. Do you think? It's right, but it's But it's right there, she's saying. He's saying it's through the circular door, right? Mm-hmm. Which That's where she's saying Lucas probably is. Yes. All right. Open Lucas's room. Are we trying? Can I? I, I, I so we're still trying to catch Lucas, right? Like, yeah. Yep. Okay. So mo. The hand scanner to Lucas's room. What yeah. color is it? It's red. And the hand scanner to the robot room it's is green. Is green. Seemed to okay, me that well, we can't get through the one with the red handprint. We might be able to get through the one with the green handprint. I, are they close enough together that I can get both hands on them at the same time? Yes. Okay, I do that. You look really cool. <laughs> <laughs> like Flight of the Navigator. And then cool. I'm like, hey guys, look. Taco stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. <laughs> Remember? From the intro. Guys. Uh, I cast Gust of Wind to make my hair blow up. Like my- <laughs> It's a, does this help, guys? Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh boy, um, leap. Oh boy, indeed. Uh, Noel takes a stab at the red hand scanner, um, and and can't seem to do anything with it. Um, now but, to the robot room. Uh, okay, okay, okay. She she puts her uh, she puts one of her uh, appendages on the green hand scanner and uh, cracks it, and uh, that large, large, large door. Uh, slides open and a uh, uh, a gust of smoke uh, and fog pours out of this uh, cavernous robotics workshop. It is a humongous room with a number of really just gigantic pieces of fabrication machinery um, all around it, and it's all feeding onto this assembly line uh, that connects all these different pieces of machinery onto a central conveyor belt that is running into a tunnel at the end of the room. And there are tons of these scrapped robots lying all over the place. Um, this this room Magnus is like... Magnus goes crazy, just yeah. pulling arms, left and Pops right. an arm boner. Yeah, this would be a, a good place for you to do that, because there's there's hundreds and hundreds of robots. But they're just like laying all hither and yon. It is, this place oh, is as so messy. Fun. It's as messy as Lucas's private quarters. Um, uh, yeah, so th- there's a bunch of these scrapped robots all over, just all piled up. Um, 
What you notice about some of the robots, some of the more sophisticated looking ones, is they have uh, little windows in their torsos. Um, and inside those little windows, you can see what looks like a, a big glass fuse, kind of similar to the one that Noel has in the middle of her chassis behind another window. Um, and Noel's just kind of like looking at these these robots with these fuses in their chest, and it's kind of like moving them around with with her uh, with her arm and just kind of looking them over. They're her brothers and sisters. Um, hey, but hey, Noel, any um, thoughts you'd like to share with us in this moment? No, I haven't. Um, I haven't actually been in here in a while. I don't. I don't know what most of these are. I don't know what's going on with most of these. Uh huh. Um, but we should. We should. Let's get a move on. Let's go through that. That tunnel is the the robot delivery system, so we can go through there, and that should be able to get us into the the main experiment chamber. You I'm gonna run a per- I'm gonna roll a perception check to see if okay. any of these robots uh, stick out to me in, in particular, and I'm gonna okay. roll an insight check on Noel. Okay, uh, uh, sixteen for me. Um, not do great. Yeah, the only thing you can kind of put together, Taco, is that not all these robots have these little fuses built into them, and and the ones that do um, have more sort of vaguely humanoid appearances. Um, to sort of compare them, the, the, the ones that you see all laying around with the fuses, uh, as compared to Noelle, like Noelle, like I said earlier, is kind of like roughshod. She's kind of put together of all these different con- component parts, constituent parts. Um, a, a lot of these robots are kind of approaching sort of a human look to them. Um, and you can kind of put together that, like, if anything, Noelle was sort of a prototype to whatever these are. Hmm. I rolled a two. Okay, you, Noel is a robot. Got it. Can, <laughs> can, may, can we maybe take some of those fuses? Uh, they're, they're actually, like, embedded in the torsos of most of these things, so you'd have to take, like, the whole thing, and it would be, it would be pretty um, uh, hey, cumbersome. Hey, Noel, I noticed that you have a f- uh, sort of fuse-looking thing similar to some of these other robots. Yeah. What's that, what's that all about? I mean, it's just one of my power units. I... It, I don't. I don't actually. I don't actually know that much about my own sort of, you know, my own sort of machinery. But um, yeah, I've, I've, Lucas has always just told me that it's just another power source inside of me. So um, we should, guys, we should really get a move on. No, we don't, wait, we, we wait. don't have that long. Noel, Noel, look at me, look at me, Noel. Yeah, I'm looking. You're better than any of these damn junky robots. Well, I'm the only one floating, I guess. That's so. right. Yeah, so don't right. be looking at them and getting sad. Okay. Well, you are my special angel. Well, <laughs> Magnus goes through the door on Garrel. Garrel, onward. Okay. Yeah. You you move into the uh, tunnel. Uh, it's actually dark as fuck in here. Uh, there's like no lighting whatsoever, and th- this conveyor belt is not running. There's like nothing running in this room. It's it's, it's, it's quiet. As you go through, uh, Noella actually powers on a little flashlight uh, in her body um, and uh, is is helping you all look around. What color is it? Uh, lavender. Okay. You really caught me off guard with that. I know. Uh, but you recovered nicely. And, uh, yeah, she's walking you through this tunnel. Um, and it's still quiet, although you hear uh, what sounds like sort of a low-pitched wind um, coming from in front of you um, as you move down this tunnel. She says, uh, all right, I should be able to get us. There's a few twists and turns we need to make, but um, shouldn't be too complicated. Um, and uh, 
almost as soon as she says that, you see uh, a light in front of you, uh, what looks like a floating ball of light uh, in front of you uh, that appears from around a corner. Uh, And then you see a second and then a third ball of light. You see three floating balls of light, um, and they fly at you fast. Um, uh, But they don't collide with you. They just kind of pass over and uh, uh, around you. And as they do, you hear what sounds like this sound of, like, men, like, moaning sadly as they they fly by you um, and move uh, through the tunnel back into the robot factory. Oh, snap. I might have just figured out what those fuses are for. From behind you, where the lights uh, went, you see three shapes appear uh, in the tunnel behind you, uh, and they are three uh, humanoid robots. Uh, One is sort of uh, massive, massively built, kind of gorilla-like. Another is uh, much more slender, um, with a what looks like a cannon for an arm, and another one is very short uh, and has what appears to be like a bunch of wires sticking out of it. Um, and they all run at you, and once they get within sort of spitting distance, uh, they stop, and you hear all three kind of laugh. Um, and one of them goes, "Oh my god, I can't believe it's you guys." <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe I get a second stab at this. Uh, That's the one that the big gorilla looking one says that. And um, the one with the cannon for an arm goes, uh, Oh yes, this is going to be a lovely little rematch, isn't it? And the short one with the wires sticking out of it says, uh, That's right, motherfuckers. (laughs) It's time for round two. I said I'd smell you later. <laughs> the time consider yourself smelled. Hey, uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we just want to make one more plea. There's only a couple more days left in the Max Fun Drive uh, as you're listening to this, and uh, it would really, really help us out. The Max Fun Drive is literally the only reason that we are able to do the Adventure Zone. It's the reason that we started doing it is because we knew that you kind people would support us in doing it, and it made it makes sense for us to make room in our lives for it. Yeah. Um, it, it is a huge undertaking specifically by Griffin, <laughs> but, uh, also, also to a lesser extent us, uh, but we're able to do it because you all have our backs every time. Uh, and, and, uh, thank you for that first off. Cause it's a lot of fun to make and a lot of people seem to enjoy it. Um, we, we, we could use your support no matter how much you are, are able to give, just go to maximumfundorg slash donate. You can find out all about all the different, uh, uh, rewards you can get and, and gifts you can get for the different donation levels. Uh, again, $5 a month will get you all the bonus content. You'll get three bonus episodes of the Adventure Zone. They're all really super great. I'm really proud of them. But there's also bonus episodes of My Brother, My Brother and Me and Sawbones and Bunker Buddies and all our shows in there. Um, $10 you get the bandana. $20 you get the survival kit. $35 you get the vacuum thermos. Vacuum. The vacuum thermos. Thank you, Daddy. 
Um, yeah, lots, lots of stuff in there, but but really the only the, the important thing is that you just just give whatever you can and support us and allow us to do more dumb shit like this. There's a couple other important things we want to mention before we let you go. One, if we hit that 5,000 new and upgrading donors, uh, Dad and I are going to get tattoos. Yes. Uh, Adventure Zone tattoos, so keep an eye out on that. Um, Two, uh, there are challenge donors, so no matter what level you give at, there are people that have committed to giving, you know, a little bit extra anywhere, I think, from, like, a penny to, like, a dollar per new and upgrading donor. So every little bit helps. Every time you upgrade or donate, you're, we're going to see a little bit extra money for them. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there's a live streaming Jordan Jesse Go episode on Friday the 25th, so you can tune in and watch that. I think I'm going to be on it, so don't miss that. And you can tweet with the hashtag Toast to Max Fun. The reason people should support Max Fun and the link maximumfun.org forward slash donate to be entered into a drawing to win one of John Hodgman's favorite Breville products. And I'm betting it's a toaster, but don't quote me on that. And also, I am rapidly approaching retirement age and I have no savings. Nothing at all. Any kind of pension. I mean, I'm going to be living on the street eating cat food. So please, please. Make it good cat food. Make it good cat food. I like the chunky. (laughs) I like the salmon based. So please, only you can make this happen. (laughs) Um, That's it. We will see you uh, in two weeks. Next episode is up on April 7th. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.